This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, everyone. Thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. Before Father Brian and I head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to the programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention, nominate your favorite priest like Father Brian for donuts, and much, much more. Be sure to check it out at realpresenceradio.com. And then you can share the straight talk a segment we just Raspberry had. Raspberry-filled donuts. Oh, my goodness. Dazed and glazed or um, Jerry's. What's the other one up here? Jerry's Daylight. Donut. Daylight donuts. All right. Lots of options here. All you Rapid City. The last City. person that needs donuts. Last person that needs right. donuts. None of us need Nobody donuts, but donuts. they are a great treat. But they are a great treat. So all of Donuts you for your priest. <laughs> that's a great idea. Call in. Nominate. You can do anything and everything for your priest. Especially donut giving. Donuts. Yeah. Not just you're gonna, for breakfast anymore. <laughs> you're going to end up with like <laughs> six dozen donuts, Father. One time I uh, preached about my love for um, strawberry rhubarb pie. How many did you get? Eight strawberry rhubarb pie <laughs> by Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm very selective about what I preach on now. <laughs> at, least, at least you can share the donuts with me. <laughs> yes. No, I'm happy to share my donuts. Uh, great. We're back again here. Real Presence Live. We're having a great time. It's Friday morning, Rapid City, South Dakota. Black Hills. Second hour already. All right. We are with a special guest today, Jacques Daniel. He's the director for youth and young adults at the Diocese of Rapid City. Welcome, Jacques. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So I'm disappointed in the coffee and donut situation. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, wow. Yeah. We, you know what, uh, Karen, we are going to have to put coffee in the office here. I know. We're in, in the broadcast booth. In the broadcast booth. In the broadcast booth here. And, and, high above Our Lady of Perpetual Health in Rapid City, South Dakota. Yeah. Jacques, um, you tell me, tell me a little bit about how you got into youth ministry work uh, throughout. Because you're, you're the director I'm the director of youth and young adult ministry for the Diocese Rep. Okay, yes, how been, did you get there? Like, the, what's the trajectory of a of a guy who <laughs> now? Prerequisite. Yeah, to get there. how do you get there? Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question. You answered the wrong, wrong phone call or the right place one? place in the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I I've been involved in youth ministry since I was a youth here at the cathedral. So this is actually my home parish. And as a, a young person, I was reminiscing this morning, uh, bad memories, bad memories. <laughs> bad of, memories. Of uh, a youth mass. We used to have youth <laughs> masses in the cathedral hall. Wow, downstairs it, in the hall. Downstairs in so the, the hall. The cathedral has a basement hall for all of those yeah. who uh, are not familiar with this. Yeah, and uh, so the, I it's remember pretty dark. as I was uh, probably a senior, at least one season of uh, some downstairs basement. Okay. Rock and roll masses at the oh, cathedral. Boy. So uh, there's been a lot of experiments in uh, in youth <laughs> ministry in the diocese. But yeah, I was involved uh, just as a high school student, uh, engaging my peers. I had a lot of adults who loved and spoken to me, um, uh, great love, the love of Jesus Christ and His Church, even when I didn't know about it or see it in my own life, and uh, encouraged me to use my gifts for the church and for my fellow students. And so as a high school student, got involved in. Um, you know, helping out at at, at uh, basement uh, questionable youth masses <laughs> at the cathedral <laughs> and uh, search retreats, which were big uh, at the time in the diocese. And so 
Uh, I got plugged in as a junior having to go to a search retreat as part of my confirmation preparation oh, and okay. and uh, just found a great community of adults and other you know adult um, uh, high school students who were just a great community that loved on me and and uh, and so anyway got involved in helping perpetuate search as a as a high school student and into my college years and uh, and then in college got in, involved in campus ministry as a as a student, again, great adults who loved me and mentored me and saw my gifts and invited me to use them for Jesus and His church, and uh, just in, you know again just in, involved in uh, bringing my peers to Christ. So as a high school student, as a college student, um, Father Brian Christensen, little known fact, was um, a baby priest here at the cathedral. And, way back and somehow got somehow we got uh connected with him for marriage prep so my wife and i uh, as college students preparing for marriage and then got sucked into youth ministry again sucked in sucked in this is how you describe the work of the holy spirit <laughs> it's not a, a movement that blows where it will it sucks you in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, yeah connected to the confirmation preparation that was very youth, more youth ministry formatted, and I uh, got talked into considering following Jesus's call to move into the Newman Center. And so we lived. Those in, are good days, yeah. way back when. We lived in the Newman Center and did campus ministry, and then uh, then we're full time youth ministers here at the. Cathedral for six years, okay. and uh, and basement masses. Uh... No basement masses on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no basement masses. We did a lot in the basement, some beautiful things, but but not masses. Like not that. masses. Yeah, oh, that's good. So and, yeah, so I've been involved in youth ministry in the diocese for 18 what? years. What I mean, it sounds like you've had a lot of being the recipient of of God's graces through youth ministers and how does that is that kind of in in your heart the 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 desire to kind of share that with others or yeah for sure i think if i hadn't have had um a good adults again speaking into my life helping me uh, not only see the way that God is active in my life but um ways that i could uh grow that and and share that uh, I probably wouldn't be sitting at the cathedral Friday morning with, without coffee and donuts sharing my story. <laughs> the sacrifices you make. Okay, so let's let's shift gears a little bit. Um, your work at the diocese, um, your your support of parishes. What's kind of your vision? What would be what is helpful, or what do students need, or what do our children and young adults need today? What do you? What's your aims? What's your goals? What's your dreams? Yeah, well, one of the big conversations that started. Uh, it's been for a long time, I think, but um, just reflecting to last year about this time, the U.S. bishops gathered together for their regular assembly that they have. Um, Bishop Barron, who's the, the head of the Committee for Catechesis and Evangelization, anyway, had this long uh, presentation, long, it was probably an hour, uh, had a presentation about the unaffiliated, about the nuns, This this growing group of uh, people demographic in the in the U.S. who are just not only like I just go to church on uh, once a month or I go to church on Easter and Christmas. They're not going to church and mm. they're not thinking about God. They're not praying. Uh, they are disconnected. They have no affiliation with with faith. And uh, and the the stats are the that the large 
uh, like a good percentage of that is Catholics, mm-hmm. and eighty percent of uh, those those uh, people who are Catholics who are disconnecting are disconnecting by the age of twenty four, with the median age being the age thirteen. Okay, um, tithe- so we're losing young Catholics we're, along the way. We're losing yeah. totally disconnecting from their faith. Okay, and uh, and I don't think that's a shock to people who are in the church and. and uh, looking out on looking the around on Sundays on and Sunday or hanging out at weekly faith formation. And um, I think that isn't a surprise. But uh, so I think there are a lot of challenges. There's a lot of um, not only challenges, things to be uh, discouraged about, but I, I think there's a lot of opportunities, right? There's a lot of young people who are, are already sacramentally initiated into the church mm-hmm. and, uh, and have a desire and that we know to to know the truth and uh, and and to be connected to a community and to um, to grow in in a life. Won't you share some of the the, the strategies? I guess that you uh, on the diocesan level are working with pastors and youth ministers across Western South Dakota. Here, what where where are we going to meet them? Where are we going to meet that challenge of these young people who are being disconnected from Christ and from the from the body of Christ, the church? Yeah, I think uh, the huge strategy, the initial strategy, I think, is having a clear vision, you know, really understanding what the problem is um, and and seeing that a lot of that problem is, it can be structural, a lot of the problem can be support, um, again, a vision. What are we trying to accomplish? I mm-hmm. think a lot of times in the parish and youth ministry, we sort of do things because we've always done things uh, without taking a look at, okay, has the landscape changed? How are youth different today? What are their needs? And, uh, and how do we meet them with the gospel and, and inspire them to, to love Jesus and love his church? All right. What so, kind of things have you seen be successful or show promise in the ways of relating to youth, bringing the gospel to youth, engaging them? What things have you noticed over these years? Yeah, the things that I've seen are the same things, you know, again, that have inspired me and, uh, and again, are the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing while I'm the director of youth ministry is that, that uh, intentional engagement by adults in the life of young people. You know, as a, as a youth minister and uh, anyone who's ever volunteered for a youth event, uh, the the constant ratio is like how many how many kids can I put with this one adult before equilibrium goes off and you know the place burns down and that's usually somewhere in between like one to six one to ten one to ten person. yeah it depends on how capable that person looks um, but uh, there's a great book called Sticky Faith where a bunch of people who are asking these same questions uh, have have tried to look at what are some ideas and ways to keep kids connected to the faith. And um, one of the ideas that they have is switching that ratio and that if we really want young people to be involved in their faith uh, after they leave their homes, after they go off into uh, the secular crazy world of of college and and the rest of life, early Mm -hmm. life, apart from their house, um, really that ratio should be uh, six to eight adults speaking into one kid's life. Wow. And uh, and so that's not just clearly we don't have the budget for eight full time uh, paid youth ministers per one kid that we hope to be in our youth ministry, <laughs> but it's coaches and teachers yeah. and volunteers and the Knights of Columbus and the sacristan and everybody that ha- has some see some kid somewhere is speaking into their life of faith and, mm-hmm. and making a commitment to um, to help them. And when you look at it that at. way, it's really not that. You can accomplish it if we all are just taking the time to be intentional with the kids. 
Now, Jock, you said you're the director of youth and young adults. Youth and young adults. <laughs> What's the difference between a youth, youth? and a young adult? Yeah, so uh, internationally, the, there's a lot of documents and, and uh, intentional you know, efforts on, uh, in youth but, um, that are you know, oriented towards youth ministry, but internationally, that's like age 16, 17 and up. Mm-hmm. And here in the America, here in the U.S., really we're talking about middle school, high school. When we say youth, we're talking about middle school, okay. high school. Okay. And young adults? Age, young people and young adults, we're talking about... Uh, 18 to, uh, let's see, how old am I? <laughs> 18 to, uh, maybe yeah. it's a 40, 40. Yeah. This, is no. rough, this is rough, 35, 18 to 35. Oh, about 30, man, 35. I'm just outside Just that. outside, Karen. <laughs> Sorry about that. Does this mean I have to grow up now? Uh, what are co- yeah. some of the things that uh, are on or that we in the Diocese of Rapid City are looking to engage our young adults at Post high school, eighteen to thirty, thirty-five year olds. Yeah, so surprisingly, there's a lot of good things happening in our area. There's, uh, for starters, we have uh, this is year three of uh, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, focus being on our uh, college campus here at the Rapid City Newman Center, mm-hmm. the South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. We've got a uh, year three of focus, and they um, that piece of uh, intentional. Relational ministry is something they specialize in. That's their. Right. Um, they spend all of their days hanging out with the college students, meeting them where they're at, loving on them, and and inviting. I've them noticed. Into life. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed too that this the presence of focus on the campus, right, has had an impact on parishes and the larger community. Can, can you see that? Have you seen that? Yeah, for sure. No, it's you get four super excited young adults who are uh, engaged in their faith, and they want to not only plug in with the the school, but they want to plug in with the parishes. And yeah, and it's that. been like a fa- force multiplier. Something I would say that I didn't expect. Um, I thought take care of the college campuses, take care of the college students, but they've made friends and developed relationships across you know a broad area. So yeah. What else you got going? Focus is a fantastic. Focus is fantastic. Uh, something that uh, my office has started just a couple months ago. Sodalitas. 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 That sounds Latin to it me. It is Latin. It's, uh, I've heard it pronounced <laughs> many ways in the last couple months. People are, it's a challenge to say. Sodalitas. But Sodalitas <laughs> is, uh, is really um, a theology on tap type event for young adults. And so we've been meeting monthly. We've had two meetings. Uh, we meet at where young people meet, and so we've had a meeting at Murphy's uh, a couple weeks ago. I've been That's a, a pub a restaurant downtown Rapid pub, City. Pub restaurant downtown, great beer, great homemade chips, yeah, uh, good food, and uh, and so we've had great beautiful conversations. Yeah, we had uh, Chris Motes, uh, the director for the Catholic Conference here in South Dakota, yep. he was the speaker that night. He did a great presentation on just the need for community, and mm. and and you could just feel it in the room. You know, we had three four people who were from uh who are new to the area recently and don't have a community you know they're going to church but they don't have other young adults and so uh just great feedback from the young adults present 25 to 30 young adults in the middle of a pandemic i think is, is a that's good pretty start. good so yeah no, it's very i've been good. in quarantine for two weeks so father brian i missed last week we had last saturday we the had sodalitas last saturday night sodalitas at uh robinsdale lounge we weren't far from you 
No, okay. right, a couple so like of a minutes. Stone, a stone throw from your home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were down at the Robinsdale Lanes, uh, East St. Patrick Street here in Rapid City. So it was a bowling alley, and they gave us their little lounge area um, and served some uh, like food, what do you, finger food kind of stuff, wings and uh, beers and sodas and stuff like that. And I gave my talk there and answered questions. It was, And then they got to go bowl. It was, yeah. uh, and I I could see the, yeah the the teaching part was great. They asked some questions and engaged in that with them and that with regard to um, mostly the the challenges of our age, right? And, and living in this really apostolic age, I was taking a, I was stealing whole cloth from uh, Monsignor Jim Shays up at <laughs> University of Mary from his book, yeah. you know, Christendom to the Apostolic Age, but or Apostolic Mission. Um, but yeah, but I do think that. That need to connect with people. There were many people that kind of came and stood around and like, oh, what's your name? Hi, I'm Father Christensen. Oh, why don't you meet Laura over here? And and this is Joe over there. And why don't you meet Mike and his wife? And you know, these are all these young adults. You know, twenty somethings, maybe thirty somethings. There's three newly married couples there on Tuesday night or Saturday night. Nice. So just introduce that need for community is key, right? Mm. We're in a belonging. We're belonging. Belonging. Yeah. So. Good. Anything else on the young adult front or other things that you have? Yeah, uh, those are the on? those are the major pieces. Uh, I'm in the midst of just yesterday. I was working on a young adult pilgrimage to the East Coast. That's hopefully happening this August with hopefully Father Brian Christensen as our chaplain. So um, yeah, just a lot of good things. I'm excited about Sodalitas. I'm excited about uh, focus being on our campuses, and um, there's a lot of good energy. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, COVID uh, obviously has been a real challenge for your office, I'm guessing. Um, this past spring and summer, so much happens for our youth uh, in the summertime and things even coming up planning. How, what, what, what things have you had to do to adapt and yeah. what's the future look like for I've, some of these things for our youth? Programs? I've had to double my coffee intake. Uh, <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually supposed to be on this show talking about net retreat that was supposed to be here in a couple of weeks yeah. that yes. we had to cancel. And so um, it is a super... The National Evangelization Team coming out of uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis, right? Does middle school, high school retreats throughout the diocese. They're just... Uh, just because and I love having business. them here in our pairs. I've always had them every yeah. year after year. So it's disappointing to hear that. But obviously, um, we have to take into consideration what's going on. So Yeah. So again, just encouraging uh, parishes to connect to their youth. Even though they're, they might not be showing up at, at your uh, events weekly, maybe they're hiding out, maybe they're in quarantine, yeah. uh, loving on them, communicating with them, connecting with them, finding creative ways to, to keep pulling them into the life of the church. Yeah, that's no, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today, even if the subject matter had to be changed. Yeah. No, I'm glad I could do it. Yeah, I think it's great. Well, we have to go to break. And then you can go get coffee. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll go get coffee, too. <laughs> so, Jacques, gonna... Jacques Daniel, he's the director for uh, youth and young adults here at the Diocese of Rapid City. Um, just a great witness to Christ and the church. So, Jacques, thank you for taking time out and sharing the good work that's going on here in youth ministry in Western South Dakota. So, God bless you yeah, and your thank family. thank you for having me on again. Thanks. All right. Well, enjoy your coffee, and we will be back. <laughs> you go get a cup of coffee, we'll get a cup of coffee, and we'll meet back here after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.